Welcome back to The Twilight Tears. We're your hosts, Julia and Lakin. And in this episode, we are going to be covering the Gilgo Beach murders and the suspected Long Island serial killer. First of all, we are back <laughs> in person. And we are so excited to be filming normally yes. again. It's just so much better and it flows so much better. And we hope you guys enjoy it a little bit more. I know we do. Um, yeah, there's been a ton of like breakthrough evidence in this case yes. and just a ton of cases too. So I'm super excited to talk about this one. And again, you know, we've done a lot of research on this case. We're pulling all of our facts from you know, valid sources and. We may throw a little bit of our opinions in there, as we always do, but most of this is coming from all factual sources. So, like we kind of said, there's been a this case has been in the news um, a lot in the like what the last like three days, I would yeah. say. Um. So for the first time since the first body was discovered in 2010, so 13 years ago, they have made an arrest, which is a pretty big deal. I mean, 13 years after, like some people were probably like, "This is going to go cold," and yeah. this isn't just like one person murdered this is and we'll get into this later but there's potentially 10 victims here this is our first i feel like maybe i don't know our first real modern serial killer that we've seen in real time getting arrested yes so it's kind of a big deal like we don't really see this type of stuff anymore no people getting caught anyways yeah exactly because i mean there is a potential for 10 which mm-hmm. is a lot of people. It's a big number. We saw, like, I know that we say this in every time, but, like, with the Idaho, you know, in, it, they were caught pretty quickly. quickly. There's a lot to this case. This man was a businessman from New York. He worked in the, what, Empire, Empire State, State Building? Building. Yep, he was um, an architect. His name, first of all, is Rex Hewerman. He's 59 years old. Um, he has a family. He has kids. Yep. You know, seems like... A wife. Mm-hmm. Like, the simple life, regular man, but I feel like with all of these people, we always see that they're living a double life, and that's kind of the narrative that we get in a lot of these cases. Like, I would have never expected my neighbor, I would have never, you know, no one ever thinks that these people could do this. He's like an architect, and is pretty successful, and has all this stuff, and then all of this comes out, and everyone is just completely shocked. Um, and not only, and we'll get into this a little bit later too, not only was he, like, he was just completely living a double life. Yeah. Like, he was, um, you know, not faithful to his wife, mm-hmm. obviously to his kids, and just did a lot of other... Not very good yeah. activities. Yes. <laughs> um so I guess going into this, I, do you want to go over the victims that are named? Because some of them are named and some of them are not. Yes. So we have Jessica Taylor, who is 20, and this one and Melissa Taylor, which I think we were like wondering. If they're related, we yeah. have no idea if no. that's true. But we saw the last names and they're spelled the same. So kind of interesting. Amber Lynn Costello who she was 27, Megan Waterman, who was 22, Melissa Bartholomew, who was 24, and Marion Bernard Barnes. <laughs> I probably butchered that, but she was 25. <laughs> However, one thing about all of these victims, they were all escorts, mm-hmm. and they honestly, their height was all very Yeah, short. we noticed a trend where like all of them were under 5'5". Five five. 
and most of them were like right around five foot. Like, yeah, they're still, very. Like I saw one like four ten, four eleven, five one, five foot. So that maybe could have been a pattern for him, but I think that definitely he was targeting, um, like People sex he, workers yeah. and things like that. Um, that seems to be kind of his victim, and I don't know. Again, you'd have to like we haven't at least I haven't dug into like his background in growing up. Like I don't know if he had some maybe trauma that would get him to a place where he just disliked these types of women that he felt the need to go and kill multiple. I don't know. I there could have been some yeah. childhood trauma there that And there could have been too like his dad was um very successful. I believe he was in his father was an aerospace engineer, but you know, one from the outside maybe it looked like a great life right. and a successful life, but we don't know what happened. And that's the case privately. here, right? Exactly. You think their family life is great, he's yeah. very successful yeah. and then there's this. So you never know what's going on in the inside and maybe and it could have been a past relationship. Like we have no idea what shaped him and got him to this point. But regardless, this man has done some pretty terrible things. On top of the six women that we just named, there's actually four more victims um, that haven't officially been linked to him, but he's a suspect in those murders as well. Um, I saw that one of them was actually a trans man, um, and there's, yeah, like trans man to woman, to clarify. Um, I saw that that was one of the victims as well, and so it's definitely interesting Seems like women are definitely the target, like, early to mid-20s. Yeah. Like, didn't kill anyone over 27. No. So, like, pretty young adult women. Um, He's only been charged with three murders, though. And they're all capital in the first degree. So, he pleaded not guilty to all of those. He had a court hearing, like, I think late last week. It was a pretty quick turnaround. Um... The craziest part about this is how they actually linked him to this case, I would say. Um, So pizza crust is actually (laughs) what they got his DNA off of. Um, This didn't... They actually found the DNA a while... I mean, like seven months ago. Yeah. Or six months ago, I guess. Um, In January, they were doing surveillance on him and they were trying to keep his very low profile because one of the articles that we were looking through said that he was following the case. They found search histories of like looking up who was the task force, who were the suspects. Who, like he was doing a lot of research into this case and like kind of covering his tracks or trying to. So yeah. they were keeping a very low profile. They never officially named him as a suspect, I don't believe. Um, they were just very trying to do this very low on the radar. And so when they were had a team surveillancing him, they saw him throw away a pizza box and they went up and they took that box and they tested that crust and that's where they found his DNA and matched it to a hair on one of the burlap sacks that yes. was on the victim. Which brings me to the next point in this case. Um, all of the victims were found in burlap sacks. So that was definitely an M.O., that's how they're like, okay, this is definitely a serial killer. Like, multiple bodies have washed up on this beach and in burlap sacks. Yeah, That's not which, normal. No. So. Yeah, which that, I don't know, the whole pizza crust, though, that part is so Yeah, I mean, good for me. them, though, to, like. That was the breakthrough, was the yeah, pizza crust. You just never know what's no. going to be the link. Like, no. 
that guy probably never thought, yep, they're going to take my pizza crust and test, which is great for them that they were able to do that. And they, he really had no idea that. No, which shows you, I mean, I'm so thankful that in today's day and age, we have such modern DNA that we can do this because even back in 2010, like we've from even 10 years, we've had such, oh yeah. Um, an increase in progression of mm-hmm. like technology and everything that we can find and I think from his point of view he's probably like I'm a successful bit like man yep. working in Manhattan and all of my victims are escorts he probably didn't think that he was going to get caught oh no probably and not. then he started doing like hundreds of articles worth of research on mm-hmm. To try to, like you said, cover his tracks on this. Yeah. And I he, th- you know, we kind of talked about this earlier, but he had some other things going on. I think you told me that he had, they found like child pornography. Yeah. Um, um, he, torture um, related pornography, sadistic stuff. Yeah. Um, so he, lots of, e- like, he would create false email accounts and stuff to get sex Oh, yeah, workers. they found burner phones that he was using. Yeah, he would consistently try to arrange for sexual relations, like sexual activity. Yeah. Um, and the burner phones actually were another um, kind of breakthrough in the case yeah. as well because they were able to narrow the cell records to the burner phones and he lived there and worked there where they were pinged so even like you can think that oh with a burner phone but honestly we can track anything that we want to yeah yep and you know again that's that increase in technology maybe in 2010 like he's thinking no one's going to be able to trace a burner phone but in today's day and age anything can be traced back yeah so it's definitely i don't know i feel like this just makes me think so much into like 70s, 80s, 90s serial killers versus today's because had this happened in like the Bundy, Dahmer, like all of those eras, the victim list probably would have been a lot higher than 10 and this probably would have went unsolved. Yeah. Until maybe now, but like... And that's like when you said in the beginning, this is our kind of our first big like serial killer case that we're seeing. In real time getting caught. Yeah. And it's because of those, like, all of the notorious serial killers, for the most part, happened, you know? And it could be, too, like, this, I don't know, this stuff just, like, really gets me thinking, but, like, there probably was killers out there that only got away with killing one person just because of our technology and how quick we're catching these people. There probably would be more serial killers like there used to be if our technology has not come as far as it has. So, definitely something to be grateful for in, from that aspect. Absolutely. To try to get them caught as quickly as we can. Yeah. And now, hopefully, <clears throat> like, with their families, they can... Get some justice. Yeah, and... because now we, they have an idea of who actually did this, and he can be tried yep. and put through the justice system. So... Yep. I also think this was kind of like interesting too his wife's hair was found on or near all of the victims as well oh yeah i did not know that that's interesting so hmm during the time like i think when they um discovered the bodies which Mm -hmm. um so bartholomew i feel bad if i'm butchering her name but 
she was last seen July 12th of 2009 with her friend and they were mm-hmm. going to meet a man and that's kind of all that was said on that so you know that could have right, been right could have been him yeah mm-hmm. but then she was discovered December 11th and then the other women were discovered December 13th I uh, believe correct me if I'm wrong but I think they were searching for the one woman found her and then while they were searching they found yes. three other bodies yeah so that was the original four victims they found and then they kept discovering more and more and more now i'm gonna cite something off tiktok i know it's not a valid source <laughs> um but i did see this woman post a video this was i'm not even kidding like maybe 24 to 48 hours before they officially announced that they were going to arrest this guy another girl had a phone call and she was like running through this neighborhood his neighborhood and she's like some man is after me there like he is i forget what she said on the call but she was running and then she ran to this man's house and she's like help me help me and then the call just like cut off and so I can't remember if they found her or if they found her deceased. I don't remember, and I'll have to look more into this, and I can, like, update later. But that is also weird because I saw another thing where it said that the whole reason they made this arrest when they did, instead of continuing to survey and build up this evidence, was because they still feared that he was a threat to the public. So I'm wondering, like, was he selective? Is there more victims that they just haven't found yet? Did he change locations because they were catching on to the serial killer? But like, I don't know. Which honestly, it wouldn't doubt me if, sadly, if there were more victims or if there were other things because he was involved in so many just inappropriate affairs. It would shock me if someone who had killed 10 people within two years just went dormant for 13 years. Like, I yeah. hope that's the case. I hope that he didn't kill anyone else. But the fact that he was not a suspect at that point, really until January. And there was, there were no, real yeah, no suspects back then. There wasn't really a lot going on. So he yeah. probably was continuously thinking, like, yeah. I'm getting away with this. Yeah. So I think I'm intrigued to see, you know, as they do more investigating and digging into this, if they will discover more bodies or maybe maybe they get him to crack and he gives a confession and he's like these are or a lot of these serial killers want that attention and want that like fame i guess you could say you get from it so maybe they get into the point where he's like well they aren't the only people i kill you know this kind of reminds me almost of btk a little bit with Mm -hmm. um wanting the attention so he would make taunting calls yes to um family members of the victims in saying like how he admitted to the killing and he sexually assaulted that is so sick and twisted yeah but it i mean it he's a very twisted person individual yeah for him to like want to make the calls to the family like he clearly wants people to know oh yeah in that aspect, just it kind of reminds me of BTK in a way, of mm-hmm. just wanting the attention of it all. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, I think a lot of these people, not that they're doing it for attention, that's not obviously the reason, mm-hmm. but like, I think that once they get caught, 
it's the only thing that they can grasp to. Like, you know what? If I'm going down, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get the fame for this, which is so messed up. I mean, obviously, these people have some, like, serious mental health issues. But it's definitely, I mean, it's possible that that could happen. But he did plead not guilty. So, I don't know. Maybe they give him a plea deal if he gives them all information or... However, I feel like if the four um, other victims in this... Like, with 10 victims, I don't know how you can have a plea deal. Yeah. Or at least one that would even... I mean, if there is going to be any plea deal, depending on... It would be a probably on, death penalty. Yeah, depending on what state, you know, he gets tried in, it's going to be... I mean, probably New York. It shouldn't be anywhere. I don't know if... Does New York even have the death penalty? I don't know if they have it anymore or not. Because if they do, it'll be a plea for death row or life without parole. Would be my best guess but um yeah it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing um it could be you know if it does come down to that and that is the plea it could be him needing to identify the other four victims so those families are getting the closure that they need i mean that's an important piece like those families need to get that closure they deserve to get that closure i just looked it up new york does not have the death penalty okay so okay so we're probably looking at a life without parole case here i would assume yeah i mean i would i would think i would hope (laughs) i mean if he gets them if he ends up getting parole i don't know what's wrong with our justice system personally (laughs) (laughs) um I don't think that anyone who has the decency to kill 10 people and live their life for 13 years no deserves any chance of parole but that's just me um but yeah this you know this is a developing case there's we just have got him arrested and so there isn't too much information out yet i mean even to the extent of like how the victims were killed we've been doing so much like trying to research how were the victims killed was there an mo as to how they were killed but the only thing we're seeing that links them is the burlap sacks like, I did see a thing where he had the certain type of hammer that his dad showed him. So maybe it's something with that. But we don't know if it was, like, stabbing, asphyxiation, like, gunshot wounds. We have no idea. That information isn't really released yet. No, and I feel like as they're making this case, mm-hmm. they probably want to have such a strong case to, yeah. m- to make sure that he can't, you know, no yeah. parole. And they're probably hiding things from the public or Mm -hmm. not hiding but withdrawing Mm -hmm. information from the public which as we talk about in every case it happens all the time yep but i just feel like they're trying to make a really strong case but hopefully once the trial starts happening we'll get more information and then we can and this wasn't just like a um city state police the fbi are involved in this there's multiple investigators like different yes different teams working on this like probably around the clock now there's going to be a prosecution team so there's going to be a lot of people gathering information i'm sure they have more (laughs) than what's being told i mean the media is not going to have everything so this can be another one that we watch and we can give an update on as to what goes on in the trial um, because I think this is an important one to follow. I would love to do a follow-up episode on this to see where this Me ends up too. going. 
Um, they haven't said anything along when the trial will be or like a preliminary hearing, um, as far as I know. And I don't know if this will be televised or not. I know some trials are, so we'll see what they end up doing here. Um, but yeah, this was definitely a crazy thing to wake up to to see that this was arrested. I've looked up like, you know, active serial killers. Is there any? And this was really like the main one that I saw of like, this was a actual confirmed serial killer that just hadn't been caught. So this is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we really wanted to cover this case. Yeah. So again, um, we're so excited <laughs> to have been able to do this in person. Um, and we're excited to find some more cases and give you updates on this. And we'll talk to you guys soon.